were excited when this little message came into our inbox. Auckland's Central Interceptor Wastewater Project Update. We hang out for them. Shane Kunis is our guest. Uh, he's been on Afternoons before. Uh, he's a passionate engineer, and he says this uh, Central Intercept project is a career highlight. This Monday, the tunnelling team will be making a major breakthrough, and Shane's in the studio with me now. Hello. Kira. Nice outfit. Yeah, got to love the orange. Yeah, come in a little closer to the microphone if you can. There you go. What do you, so you've got the full uh, fluorescent uh, vest on. Yeah, uh, would uh, making me feel like even more of a city boy. Yeah, go on. Oh, it's uh, site week this week, so every chance I can, I get out on site, and, and this week's a fantastic week for the project. We've uh, knocking the milestones over since I last were in here, but uh, a really big one happens on Monday morning at about uh, nine o'clock, where we'll break through into uh, May Road, Mount Roskill, <laughs> uh, depth of about seventy meters below the surface. Yeah, uh, represents two years of just incredibly hard work of tunnelling. Uh, getting all the way through uh, from Mangere, uh into into Mount Roskill, millimetre perfect. So uh, it's a it's a, an amazing achievement, and we've just quietly got on and and done it through probably some of the most challenging times that New Zealand yeah. faced. Yeah, great. Okay, step back. What is this project? This this project's a supersized tunnel. It's four point five metres diameter and in, uh, in, in size, or the height of an average giraffe. And it's there to pick up wastewater and stormwater uh, and from central Auckland and take it down into the Mangere Wastewater Treatment Plant where it will be highly treated and before discharge. And what it will do is it will clean up the environment. Uh, it's a legacy project. It's a once-in-a-generation project. And we're really changing Auckland for the better. Uh, every time it rains in Auckland, we know in the central part we get overflows primarily of stormwater but with some wastewater into the environment, and that has a negative impact, and we're going to fix that. Mm. It's fantastic to be involved in. And when people talk about, hey, we need more infrastructure, this is what we're talking about, right? Big projects like this. This this is an example of a project going really, really well, and I'm really, really proud of the team that I'm leading and delivering it. It, it is, as I say, with... When we started this project, uh, you know, I would not have envisaged what we've gone through. I, I joked this morning that all we all we need is a plague of locusts to come through, and we will probably get the whole the whole set at that stage. We've yeah. had drought, we've had floods, we've had tsunami risks, <laughs> global pandemics, uh, you name it. We've had to battle through it, and I'm just really proud that where we've got to. Um, in some ways, people not hearing about us is a great thing, mm. uh, but we've got on, and uh, it's it's a long generation project. It's not due to finish to 2026, but when it's done, it will be a game changer for Auckland. Yeah. What is significant about this moment in May Road? What it does is it completes what we call the southern section of the tunnel. It's approximately half of the tunnelling is done. For the Over the next year, we'll be starting to get, get that tunnel and the pump station at Mangere ready to bring that section of the, of the, the project into service, which starts to get the benefits provides uh, ah. re- resilience for the existing infrastructure, which is ageing, and allows the operations team to get in and do some long overdue maintenance. And it does provide for growth as well. So we'll start to see some of the benefits, but the real benefits come when we finish the, the full tunnel all the way through into Greyland. Yeah, but you're not waiting till 2026 to um, start benefiting from this? No, it's not a it's not a big bang theory. It will be brought on. Yeah. Um, and, and What yeah. suburbs will benefit first? Uh, around the Mount Roskill, Onihanga, uh, Hillsborough, and out to Blockhouse Bay. Uh, so it is, it, it's a wide-reaching project. While we call it the Central Interceptor, it does impact most of Auckland. Mm. 
and what? So you've dug this tunnel, and then a, what? A big pipe goes in there, does it? So as we're excavating the, with the tunnel boring machine, it's progressively laying uh, the, the tunnel. It's it's very much like Waterview. Uh, it's just three times as long as Waterview. So if if you've driven through it. It's a segmental tunnel, uh, and then on top of that, we've got two smaller tunnels that join into the side. We completed the first one uh, earlier in the year, and we've just started the second one, and that's that's another great achievement that we've we've done as well. Just alongside what you're doing, yeah, just so, just for just for a little bit of fun, just to throw those in. <laughs> Why do you have those ones there as well? Uh, it's it's like if the central interceptor is the motorway, mm. uh, these link sewers are the big feeder roads yeah. uh, that take the sewerage from the people's houses and into the central interceptor. And then that's conveyed all the way down on the expressway down into Mangere. When will the first liquid hit the pipe? End of, it'll be the end of next year. End all of next going, year. All okay. things going well. So, w- Tell me about the machine that's doing it. So it's a, a machine called Hiwa i Tarangi, uh, named after females. Uh, it was named by one of the local schools. And it's t- one of the Matariki stars where you send your hopes and dreams for a prosperous new year. Mm. We felt that was very appropriate. Uh, it's 190 metres long, um, you know, size of two football fields, and it's just constantly burrowing underground. Like uh, it's going right now? It is, uh, but goes at about 16 metres a day, so it's not uh, Ferrari speed, but it's, for us, very, very good. 16 metres a day yep. on its way to Grey Lynn. Yep, so that's why it takes so long. Yeah. And uh, it, it's got a, it's like its own ecosystem living underneath there, 24 hours a day, up to 30 people right up at the face of the machine takes over an hour to get to the front of the machine these days. Uh, we've got an electric locomotive inside the tunnel. Mm. So it's like a little town at times. Yeah. And um, you don't know if it's daytime or nighttime. You're just up there working away. And yeah. they're working beneath us as we speak. Yeah. Um, how far down did you say it was? So at its deepest, uh, where we went under Hillsborough Ridge, it's 110 metres below the ground. Uh, it's currently going to come through into May Road at about 70 metres below ground. That's very deep. Yeah, it's it's a long way down. It's um, so these are some of the deepest shafts we've we've dug in in Auckland. Uh, it's definitely the deepest that Watercare's ever dug, and uh, we have to hit them millimetre perfect because once the shafts are in, it's uh, you know it's two fixed points, and the, and the tunnel boring machine has to come out you know in the right place, and, <laughs> and and they have, and you know they are real superstars in getting it to come out exactly where it is. And it's not like you can put your head above ground and see where you're going, and if you're going slightly off course, just adjust the yeah. steering. It's uh, you know, so some fairly complex engineering goes into making sure it comes out in the right place. What is it tunneling through rock? Uh, at the moment, it's tunneling what's called East Coast Bay's formation, a sandstone, which is what you see on the cliffs of Auckland. So it's it's very good tunneling material. It comes out like a toothpaste, uh, <laughs> and then that go, is going away and taken to Pukatutu Island for as part of the rehabilitation program uh, that Watercare is doing there. Uh, we're returning a, a former quarry into a park over the next twenty to thirty years. What sort of park? A uh, regional park. It gets gifted back to the people of Auckland when oh, we're yeah. finished rehabilitating it. Um, it's also being used where the biosolids from Mangere go, along with the fill from projects such as ourselves. So it's another great sustainable initiative for the people yeah. of Auckland. Being shipped there by truck, is it? Uh, yeah, we've got, we're actually trialling three electric trucks on this project as mm. well. Um, it was something that came up. Uh, it's the first of its kind using these, these sorts of trucks on the road, and, and they've been fantastic. They're much quieter, significant savings in CO2 emissions compared to diesels, and it's just another example of what you can achieve on projects such as this. You found anything interesting tunnelling through on your way? Well, we've talked about the shells uh, a long time ago. Um, since then, it's been, pardon the pun, very boring. Um, <laughs> we, and that's the way we like it. Yeah. It's, uh, 
we just want 16 metres every day, day after day, and hitting our targets. We, that, you know, that, that's what you want. It's consistency. I, I joke it's a baked bean factory underground nowadays. It's rinse, cycle, repeat, and just keep on doing it day after day. A project like this is almost its own sort of um, company, industry, possibly career. Like you must have people coming through who start at a certain point and, and work their way up and, and have a whole life on this project. They do, and, and one of the challenges for the younger engineers, if this is your first job out of university, what's your second job going to be? Because it, it's And you get quite addicted to these sorts of projects, and that's why it's almost an international community where people go around the world delivering these types of projects because it's it's a bit of a, a adrenaline rush. It's the sort of sort of project you see on the Discovery Channel because the engineering, you know, that goes into it is just so addictive. And you know, we're all in, a lot of us are engineers, and this is just so cool to be involved in. And so I'm part of this, let alone the benefits we're leaving for Auckland. Are you filming it, making a record of it? Uh, we're 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 making lots and lots of videos that we post on social media. We've had great media coverage. Uh, I think these people really want to see this project. It's one of the challenges is when we finish, no one will even know we were there. Hmm. You know, Waterview, you drive through and you think this is really cool. Yeah. But, you know, I'm lucky enough I've been inside the tunnel, but no one else will. But we'll feel the benefits. Um, but then we'll be moving on to the next project and the next project. And, yeah. uh, you know, New Zealand's got a lot of infrastructure challenges to, to address. And, and, you know, we've seen what the impact of the cyclone and the floods did. Uh, you know, and it's I, I look at this as an example of, of how we can work together to deliver great outcomes for the people of Auckland and New Zealand. How's your personal health? Uh, look, I, it's been slightly challenging this year. I went for a routine checkup on uh, early February, and four weeks later, I was having a double bypass. Gosh. Um, I was meant to be in Taupo doing Ironman. Instead, I woke up in ICU. So that slowed me down for a week or two. Um, all joking aside, it's it's been very uh, eye-opening as to, to what lies beneath. I didn't know. Um, what <laughs> Ironically. I know. Um, but we've got a fantastic uh, health care system in New Zealand um, and they fixed me and, and they seem to think I'm as good as new and I'm, I'm targeting Taupo Ironman next year. Um, Were you able to give them some advice on the double bypass uh, on, I on the project it, management I le- front? I left it to them to be fair. I, uh, they are experts at doing that. I'm right, experts at so. doing what I'm doing. And you didn't come back to your tunnel and think, hang on a second, guys, you were meant to go right, not left? Uh, no, I left it in great hands okay. um, and, you know, Unfortunately, in the construction industry, we have a lot of people that have bad outcomes. Um, you know, we don't often eat very well. We don't exercise a lot. Um, everyone thought I was really fit, really healthy, and if it can happen to me, it can happen to anyone. On the project, uh, since my operation, we've had another young guy who was rushed to hospital after his medical, and he had a quintuple bypass. Um, so it's it's proof that, you know, we need people in our industry to be getting checked and looking after themselves because we're important. Uh, nice, uh, yeah, thank you. Well said. Nice to have you in. Thanks so much. No worries. Thanks, Rob. Uh, and good luck for the second half. Thanks. <laughs> Game of two halves, a uh, 14.7 kilometre boring tunnel. Is that how long? Yeah, 14.7 kilometres, very long by global standards. And that's Shane Kunis, uh, who heads up the team at Auckland's Central Interceptor Wastewater Project.